Internets. Jenkins and Jenkins Associates are the lawyers you didn't know you needed. I went to Jenkins and Jenkins LLC and they got me 10 times what insurance said they paid me. Now I have a new iPhone. I went to Jenkins Jenkins LLC and they got me 6 times what insurance said they'd give me. And now I have a new bicycle. Jenkins and Jenkins, they got me 10 times the amount the insurance said they'd give me. And now I drink Hennessy in the mornings. Jenkins and Jenkins got me wild money. And now I'm smoking dust. Jenkins and Jenkins, attorneys at law. 800-223-9797. Get ready for talking. Get ready for talking. Talking and we're talking. Internets, this is a new podcast on the Loudspeakers Network. The name of this podcast will be called Talk Texture, and I will be your primary host. My name is Dallas Penn. You might remember me from other podcasts um, like the Combat Jack Show or the Premium Pete Show or the Fuck You. <laughs> no, we're just we're just we're not going to get crazy like that. Talk Texture is really something that's, that's going to be serious positive, powerful, and culturally impactful. All right, we won't be a bunch of old people in here discussing how things used to be. We will do that from time to time. We won't be a bunch of young people in here discussing the things that we're dreaming of because we're too busy making these things happen. We're too busy putting these things in motion. What we will discuss, though, is we will discuss our contemporary times, the politics, the economics, the music, the art, the food, the lifestyle, everything that's valuable to you right now is going to be valuable to you in 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, or when your great-grandkids are listening to podcasts or whatever they're doing. All right? Um, again, my name is Dallas Penn. All right? And I've got a roundtable of co-hosts in here. Uh, you won't hear them every single podcast, but you know what? Get used to them because all of their voices are powerful and important. I'm going to start with, uh, to the right. Well, hold on. You know what? I need to really start with our executive producer, Mr. A. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk architecture. A. King, Why, years thank ago. Why, thank you, team. Why, thank you, team. Years ago, years ago, years ago, you, uh, you and I got together, man, and, and you wanted me to sit down with you and and do an internet radio show. We didn't realize at the time that internet radio was really just podcasting. With know? music. Yeah. With legal, you know. Uh, well, oh, to were, we, were we going to have legal music? Oh, well, were we going to have music that well, was we, just... We were going to have... We were gonna have music, period. Right. We, I, think, I thought we was gonna have music that was so bootleg that it couldn't even be copywritten. We was gonna have music that was just so brand new. new I yeah. shouldn't say bootleg, but just brand new, exclusive. right? Exclusive. Yeah. Super <laughs> exclusive. You that, know what I'm saying? That's what you say for a young artist. Yo, this stuff is real exclusive that you dropping. That Liddy. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Super mixy. So, so yeah, we met years ago, and uh, the idea was to do something with you initially. You know, um, I used to see a lot of the stuff that you were doing with internet celebrities. And then as we told the story many times on the Combat Jack show, um, you know, we finally clicked. When we finally spoke, you was like, yo, I'm going to bring my guy Reg. And then, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, absolutely. You know absolutely. But initially the, the idea was, and that's RIP to, to Combat Jack. 
Always, um, always, always. Um, but the idea was to do something with you, and you know, um, we're here now, man. And, we, and, we're and, here now. We, and, we like we I'm, never I'm, left. I'm sure the internet's would 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 definitely uh, be elated to know that you know. The ship is moving. You know the, what I'm saying? The, the ship is moving. The, the internet's better know that the ship never stops. It never stopped, but we had to, you know. Um, you know, you might it, park it, up. It, you might park up at a little, at a depot, at a little, you know. We made some new repairs. Little rest it. stop, little galaxy rest stop. But, but again, you got to keep it moving. You got to put a turbo boost on it. That's all. That's you know? all. We're going we're gonna to get it back rocking again. But we here. Talk architecture. All right. Um, to my right. Yeah. Is Barca Yeezus. Yup, yup. Resident Jew over here. Um, <laughs> talk, talk to the mic. Yes, so uh, thank you for inviting me on the show, King. I appreciate that. I hope I have some stories that will grab your guys' attention, um, or at least uh, keep you tuned in to the entire podcast. And, um, yeah, I I mean, all the things that we're going to discuss here are things that I like. Barkeys, I don't like the fact that you just claimed resident Jew (laughs) out the gate. (laughs) Like, like like, how do you know? How do you know? Hold on. How do you know my religious affiliation? Uh, well, I mean, I said resident because I just make myself at home really quick, um, everywhere I go. Okay, now, I so, could, I could be... I'm gonna be sleeping here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you are. <laughs> you're right, I'm not. You're right, I'm not. So, okay. And I'm not a Jew. Because you're Jew. But I'm a Hebrew. So. Hey, but, we're all... But we're gonna rock, we're gonna rock with that. We're gonna rock with Barca Jesus. We, we all pray to the same God. Yes, indeed. Well, but, but we got we, we don't know each other's political affiliation. No, not yet, not yet, not yet. But we, but we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. And it's a, an important thing to note. I'm is libertarian. That <laughs> there are three things, internet. I don't want you to ever ask anyone. What? I don't want you to ever ask someone how much money they make in a year. Oh, that's flagrant, Mike. I don't want you to ever ask someone who they vote for, or their political affiliation. And I don't want you to ever ask someone how many people they've had sex with. All right, none of those things so, are, are information that will be valuable to you ultimately anyhow. In general, or you mean in the room? I mean in, in life. So you can't ask a woman how many women she, I mean how many uh, dudes she slept with? Of course not. Uh-uh. Of course not. What, what, what number could she say that would ever satisfy you? Black Twitter had a discussion about this, rec- like, not too long ago. Right. Like, whatever number she actually gives you is really not the number. <laughs> so why ask it? But Black Twitter, sounds like sounds like Black Twitter has problems within themselves. Black Twitter need therapy? I think Black Twitter needs, Black Twitter needs something. Black Twitter needs a, a nice, reassuring hand on them. Maybe a, a hug from mom or something. <laughs> All right? No matter how many persons anyone has slept with, mm. if Re- they make you feel good, guess what? That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. To the right of Barker Jesus is a young man, YG. Nope. No. Oh, I uh, fucked it up? Yeah, you uh, fucked it up. Okay, well, hold on. The, the, let's it. get it right. I just met him tonight for the second time. What a four. What a four. Or the 50th, right. But I'm a but I'm a burnout also. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's Internets. All, uh, let me let my man introduce himself then. Yo, I'm GY. GY, yeah. see? You see, you see how you switch your you see how you switch your joint up? Yeah. On me? GY. You know I'm dyslexic. <laughs> so when I said YG, I meant to say GY. But you know, Dallas, uh, you you can sometimes definitely be like a little mild troll. So I thought you maybe was fucking with me a little bit. Oh, do you, do you remember damn. the time? I, I think the day I met you was it was a two chains party, and it was you, uh, Reggie, A King, and you guys had a bottle of Ciroc. 
And y'all let y'all bless me oh, into the into the whole soiree. Def Jam joint outside. We, Yo, we had you had the whole bottle of rock in your pants when we was on the street. Yeah, we drinking outside, drinking like y'all really like y'all brought me in. You might like I don't even know if you remember. I just remember like yo, I don't even know these niggas like that. They just showing me so much love. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And from there, that was when I was just like, nah, like I really rock with what they're doing. I, I appreciate the movement at the time. I was working at Rap Genius and I was just ripping a run in New York very Funky new. Fucky Bergs. Mm. Yeah, fucking with the Fucky Bergs. And uh, you know, it was it was interesting because I got to see the inverse of what was going on. Cause when I was hanging with you guys, it was like, nah, man. I know they hate these guys, but I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'm gonna tell you, GY. You know what? The, the truth is, in in this great big world, people that vibe the same under the sun find each other. You know, it could be on a street corner, you know, drinking illicit alcohol mm. or whatever or however, but they find each other. Yeah. And I mean, here we are in this room right now. So just proof that people that vibe the same way under the sun do come together. Not me. All right. Our next co-host. I think I'm gonna get her name right. See, I already fucked it up. I already forgot it. I'm gonna say Joy the Great. There you go. Oh, I got, got it. it. I got it. You got I got it. it. Come on, Joy. Talk, talk on the mic. Tell us, tell us about yourself a little bit. I'm Joy the Great. Um, Hip hop sports enthusiast, and I guess in a room full of testosterone, I'll be the voice for the females in here today. <laughs> come to the mic. Come to the mic a little bit, a little, a little bit. bit more. Like speaking to the mic. Yeah, yeah. Come like, like put the mic closer to there your you mouth, <laughs> please, Joy. <laughs> Please, Joy. <laughs> I, can I just tell you that your eyebrows are looking fit? Did you get your eyebrows done to come in here? You know I did not. Oh, no, well, okay. No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, well, I mean, I appreciate the fact that you got them done at all. Thank you. Thank you. You know, for whatever you was, whatever business <laughs> no. you was conducting. Listen, a woman's eyebrows say a lot about her. I'm trying to tell you. You know, so. I'm trying to tell you. Okay. Uh, so we have Joy the Great in, in here with us. I got to tell y'all, y'all will not be able to find Joy the Great on Instagram. Uh, because she cut her, she killed her Instagram account. I killed it. All right, that's that's some revolutionary shit the right there. It's too much. People posting Benzes and Beamers and then texting me on the low acts and to borrow money. It's too much. Ooh. I don't want to know your fake life. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't for real. Know your fake life. That's some real shit. That's real shit right there. You still you, you deactivated it. I deactivated it. So there's a possibility you might return at some point. You know, when I feel like trolling. You know, okay. you turn it back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Damn. You know, everybody want to be a troll every now and then. Yeah. You know, you can't just, you know. It's like detox. You got to wean yourself off. Yeah. That, that's that's heavy. I, I got to say something. Every time I want to turn off my IG, I may leave it alone for about six hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right? but You it delete is, the app, but you don't deactivate the <laughs> No, I don't even. I just, I just don't even touch the phone, really. I just put the phone in the kitchen, and I go into the bedroom. You know, the funny part is when I deactivated the account, like they asked you why. Mm -hmm. And they're like, uh, I was like, uh, taking, I think one of the options is like taking too much of your time. Mm -hmm. And they give you the option. Well, you know, you can just delete the app. Mm -hmm. You don't have to deactivate. Like they're giving you options. What do you mean you want to leave but, us? But that's interesting. You can't that's, leave like, us. That's, like, that's like someone saying, you know what, I'm considering suicide. And Instagram is like, hey, listen, I can put bullets in your gun. <laughs> All right, don't right. don't think that you're alone in this. Right. We have what bullets would you like? <laughs> Hollow tip, uh, you know, right. what would you what could we give you here to help you? Right. Okay, Let well me good. Help you. Good, but don't don't consider suicide before coming in here and talking to us. Just in case. Just in case. Thank you. Just I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Keep that logic song real quick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Keep that logic song <laughs> real quick. <laughs> All right, so our, our last co-host for this initial app is a gentleman 
from uh, from a little island in the Caribbean. Uh, his name is Haitian Miguel. All right, and I I'm hoping that there'll be someone out there who can understand what it is that he's saying. I speak English. <laughs> oh, you speak English? Yeah, I do. Okay, because I I was told that you you had a very deep deep deep. Haitian accent. I said no, I don't have an and, Haitian. And accent. we wouldn't be able to understand you. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, that's good. So you won't I be- can speak with a Haitian accent if you'd like me to, but No, I don't I don't I'd want you to not. do anything that you don't do. Okay. I don't want you to come in here and put on. All right. African Americans we call that cooning. I don't know what cooning. you call that yeah. on, on your oh, island. Yeah. Afro cooning. Afro cooning. Yeah, don't don't nah. come in here and coon. I mean No, no cooning. No capping, no cooning. You know? You guys yeah, you guys went and fucked up two hundred years ago. And threw off that yoke of oppression. Mm. If you'd have just kept that yoke on, you could be like the Dominican Republic now. You could have Very hotels. Very nice place. Hotels. Yeah. Pretty girls. Yes. Cocaine. Yes. Well, Haiti has cocaine. Too. Well, but I mean, you know, you guys could be in the favor. Oh yeah, cool. You know, yeah. be in the favor of supremacy. Yeah, yeah. supremacy don't. So fuck you got you guys fucked up. Now, now, guess what you get? You get earthquakes now. And um, a lot of earthquakes. You know, mud pots. A lot of people. Raping, okay, the land, the culture, okay. Haitian Miguel, yes, sir. Haitian Miguel, in here with I'm us. I'm here, very excited to be surrounded by young, intelligent, cool people. Well, internet's talk architecture is going to be uh, our aim is to be your favorite podcast. And when I say favorite podcast, I mean listen, you got tons of things you could put inside your air holes. Tons of people talking about whatever they're talking about. But I want to say that these voices right here will give you the most relevant information mm. to the things that you want to put into your life, that you want to add to your lifestyle. Facts. All right. The things that you that you need to know, you know, whether it's uh, politics or economics or music, art, food, lifestyle. Listen, what is it that you love about your life? Because I'm, I'm promising you that the people in here love it as much as you do. And they're going to help you flourish with that. So I'm glad you guys have tuned in to this new podcast, Talk Architecture. All right, so let's, let's kind of find ground zero for us and, and be contemporary. So, so, I mean, being February, yep. here in America, this is Black History Month. Hey. Hey. I'm excited about that. All right. I mean, do, I mean, do y'all not get Deanna feel extra more turned up? I'm groovy. I feel okay. extra black. Gotcha. Eh? Barker Jesus, do you feel turned up <laughs> for Black History Month? Hell yeah. I like that. Hell I like yeah. that. Barker Jesus, let me ask you, where, where did you grow up primarily? Um, well, can I first say why, like, one person that, like, I think is super important in Black History Month and that's, like, totally, totally, like, forgotten about by history? Not totally, but Oliuda Equiano. Do you know who Oleuda Equiano is? No. So Oleuda Equiano was the guy that inspired William Wilberforce to petition Parliament to abolish slavery in England. He uh, was kidnapped from Western Africa, sold into slavery in the Caribbean, bought his own freedom by the age of 21 or 22, came back to England, was a total fucking baller, and wrote the slave narrative and then spoke with William Wilberforce. That guy was a G. Mm. Hey. Damn. Thank you for that. Yeah. Adi Equiano. Oleuda Equiano. Oleuda Equiano. Yeah, we're going to have to yeah. Google that. This is going to be the show notes, black right? black history lesson Yo, of the month. Baka, Baka Yeezus. Baka Yeezy. Baka Yeezus. Walk on, brethren. 
No, that's one thing I really do appreciate about white folks because y'all be knowing a lot of old extra extra super cool shit that sometimes we don't even know. <laughs> right. No, no, we don't know that. I'm, I'm not CD, white. vinyls, they're like, this is the B-side. With hip-hop too. Well, well yes. Bargies has just made a great point too. He says he's not white. He's Jewish. He's Jewish. And Bargies, I'd like, I like, I like for you from now on I'm to say that you're a Jew. Dude. I'm I like you to say that you're Jew. Jew. Uh, only because Jewish is Wait, like being bluish. You said you're what? Uh, uh, I'm a Polish Jew. I'm one of the last of the Mohicans, yo. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, I like you to say, I like you to call yourself a Jew, though. Because being Jewish is like being bluish. Okay? It's like being tail. Are you a Jew? I'm a Jew with tattoos. That's that's what's good. That's what's good. You're a tattooed Jew. A tattooed Jew. A tattooed Jew. We appreciate that. We we appreciate that. So again, um, also, GY, you need to know something. In the year 2020, white people are no longer going to be allowed to call themselves white people. Just like black people are no longer going to be allowed to call themselves black people. On your census, you are going to have to put a derivative of black, a derivative of white. Hmm. They're going to force you to put in ethnicity now. You can't just be white any longer. But you can't be, just be black but, but, any longer. Should it, shouldn't it be nationality, not ethnicity? Nah. That's a difference. If you're dealing with nations, right, if you're dealing with true identification, you got to identify yourself with land. Like, an Irishman is an Irishman. Mm-hmm. That's Ireland. Right. A Haitian is from Haiti. Uh, a Haitian's is from, from Africa. Italy. There we go. Mm. Let's go. Well, yeah, Haitians I mean, are Africans. That, right. This is really, this is really good that we're speaking about this right now. But we're in Africa. My father was actually from the continent of Africa. He was from uh, Ghana. You know, so like I really. But is he really from Ghana? Or is he just from like West Africa? And y'all be like Ghana? Well, well, no, actually, it's convenient. Well, so here's the thing. So my mother from the South Side, right? So okay. From Robert Taylor Holmes. Okay. Well, my father, he's from Ghana. You know, so like he was born and raised in a in a so It's a town called Jowulu in a So mm-hmm. he spent. His whole life in, in Ghana, he moved, you know, wanted to, to really, you know, my father's a little knucklehead. He wanted to just go out and travel. He was a jockey, he used to ride horses, and he's like, I want to go to Chicago. He just really wanted to, to go and, and see what was happening. Well, so so now you're now you you're good for the census then, so you can claim Ghanaian. You can yeah. do that. Yeah. You're good now. I can, or I can, I can just go. I never had a problem with African American because you know you can't be African American anymore. You can't be. You can't be. There's, there's. You have to be more specific now. Okay. The census wants that. They want that. Um, Joy the Great. The census is going to want you to be real specific. So, but I was thinking like my family's from down south. Mm. So okay. Like, like uh, well, well, I'm all, I'm I'm a little. So you trying to claim Alabaman? I'm Alabaman. Okay. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that other box. Okay. That line. Other. <laughs> Knowing that line, I'm gonna fill it in. So, so what about the Native Native American? Man? That, that's my yeah. that's my concern so, because so now I'm thinking it, to myself. I, although I know my folks are Narragansett, right. I know that. But I'm just thinking about for other people, other nations, other tribes, people that got displaced, dislocated. You know, what are they gonna be able to claim and call out? What do mixed people? Do? Yo, I don't think we got. I don't think we have to generalize. I think I think your identity is sort of what you want it to be. I feel like it's also you have to proclaim it. Right. I right. mean, like I feel like your identity is also made up of how people view you. But I feel the matru- the bulk of it should be how you view yourself mm. and how you project yourself onto people. That's not gonna fly with the I mean, census. Though. I was about to I say. Mean, you look at me and you see what you see. But I, I mean, I was born in Lenox Hill Hospital. I was raised on Park Avenue until I was. And then I was back. My parents got divorced. I was between uh, Brooklyn and um, and in the city. I went to the Browning School until the ninth grade. What, and then you went to my, Browning. Yeah, I went to oh, Browning. Oh, cool. And then my Bar- parents. Just, what do you What do you want to be? 
what, what do you want to be? What I want to. I want to be my best self. <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to be my best self. I feel. I feel like that's. I feel like that's Barkey's white privilege right there. That's Browning that, talk. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see. See. You. You. You didn't, you didn't let me finish. So go ahead. Sorry. I, ninth grade Browning. Uh, my parents were like, "All right, this isn't working out." I got sent to military school. Oh, Which one? Oh, damn. Well, I got sent to two. So the first one I went to was New York Military Academy. That's where fucking Donald Trump graduated yes, yes, from. And yes. then my second military He got school, in big trouble there too, right? Well, he got in trouble a lot for not cutting his hair. Right. No one knows that. He always let his hair out because he's very self-conscious about how he looked and right. stuff like that. Um, the second school I went to was St. John's Northwestern Military and Naval Academy in Delafield, Wisconsin. Jesus. And that was oh, more of like a, a good school experience it kind of turned me into the person i am today well I, I was still an asshole when i graduated but i got better afterwards so but it, <laughs> i was fuck withable after that right, school right, right. Yeah. Fuck withable. how was your experience being of jewish descent in those schools uh well i tried to get out of church a lot with that and they that. still punished me for not going yeah, 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 yeah. um but it was i wasn't the only one there so i found myself speaking to other jewish kids and other kids that spoke polish as well because it was very close to chicago so there's a, a, a large polish concentration in chicago as well um I don't feel like I was treated differently or marginalized in any way, shape, or form, but I feel that I was sort of, it, it, I was identified as a Jew, you know? I don't feel that it had any negative connotations. I mean, there were some jokes and stuff, but I'm not, like, sensitive about that. I can take a good joke. I don't feel that I was, you know, I was Mike the Jew. I feel like I was Mike, and I just happened to be Jewish. Got it. Mm. Well, you're, you're not Mike the Jew here. You're Barker Jesus here. Exactly. Okay. You're... you're yeah, <laughs> I went right. to day camp at Lennox Hill. Yeah, very interesting. This is interesting because Haitian Miguel, I I really, my first impression was that there was going to be the the general depravity, the the shithole depravity of Haiti, that was going to come out of you. I I didn't expect to see this kind of legality <laughs> coming from you. I'm I'm I, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm upset. Warm up to this. Crew I'm not gonna say I'm upset. I mean, sure. Why Dallas can't... wants the guy that he talks to over the phone. You know, um, okay. And so, you want that guy too. Well, right? well, okay, I'm gonna I'm, uh, let's let's have a little more. So 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 Dallas and I, as we were talking about it, when he first said, "Yo, let's do this," I was a little on the fence. Right, of course. This is not saying who he had in mind or whatever, right? Okay. It's just the the, the initial idea. Uh -huh. Um, and then Dallas did something recently where he popped in on the show, um. We where we were where we record at, and he would just like clockwork. It's like he just never he was on it. And I'm like, damn, DP is on his shit, and that kind of gave me the you know combat just passed, and it's like you're still mourning over that shit. And it's like ah, but you getting in that room the other day on the show, I was like, yo, I think I think this. I think he's ready to do this shit. You got excited. Got excited. So then we started. It was, it was like I took a warm spoon and put it under your sack. <clears throat> and you got that feeling back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying this internet. Like, like, I, like, like that wasn't done. That wasn't done. That wasn't done. Don't be giving people ideas. That wasn't done sexually. That was done in service Listen, of the greater good. All right. Little. So like we, we talked about it. Right. He's like, yo, I gotta bring Haitian Miguel. 
And I'm like, oh, no. I was like, yo, we, we might not make it past three episodes. <laughs> I was like, we might not make it, depending on what we're talking about. <laughs> just face. knowing knowing your pedigree and yeah. knowing, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. We'll, get, again, we'll get around but, but, to but it. But you know what, though? That's just me being the troll, right? But at the end of the day, it's brilliant because, you know, everybody in this room, brilliant minds. And, at the, like, like, I told somebody uh, previously, like, look, I'm, we're peers. We're in the same room. It's, it's stuff to learn. Yeah, it's stuff to learn from Haitian Miguel. It's stuff yeah. to learn from Dallas Penn. Absolutely, it's stuff to learn from Gy Joy, Barky Jesus. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. So oh, for me, I was like, you know what? If I can learn some shit and be entertained, I know the internet is gonna love this shit. Period. That, uh, listen, and Dallas, we got you. We got you here, King. I'm I'm excited. Dallas, you 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 created new slang. You created new terminology for the internet. <laughs> the internets ain't the internets without Dallas Penn saying the internets. First of all, Jenkins. First of all, Fucky Bird. First of all, Bondulu. Can you break down Bondulu? First of all, I don't. I don't own. I don't own no. I don't own no words because I never created the alphabet. You created the Dun language for the internet. I, okay. I would have definitely I, trademarked I some of those words. That's just me, you know, being Haitian Miguel. I would have had a. What, what would you have done? What would you have done? I would have trademarked a few of those terms. Yeah, right, right, right. But no, no, no. I don't believe that I could do that. I don't believe in that. I know you don't. Culture. Right. Yeah, right, right, fuck the culture, B. <laughs> That's fuck the I'm culture, get money. Get that merch game, yeah. yeah, actually. Fuck that, yeah, 100%. But, but, and trademark it. Let one of these motherfuckers... Didn't Pat Riley like, try don't to say trademark, shit. Like, yeah, yeah, trademark yeah. three P? Yeah. Oh, That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no reason why... Right. There's no reason you why... not use that. Like, term. I see people, like, you know... I'm going to throw a, a name out there. Peter Rosenberg say internet. This shit gets me kind of tight. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, my nigga, like, you I, have... I wish, I wish Peter Rosenberg would say the word internet. He has. Peter Rosenberg says interwebs. Whatever, and that shit nigga, pisses I've, me off more. Yeah, like <laughs> when people say interwebs, I, I feel like that's, that's, that's a way, jab at me. Like, 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 nigga, you feed me. But now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that I'm eating. But that's what else. they do. That's what you know. I know, I know, I know. But again, they try to flip it around and, and, again, and tell you it's different. Feel yeah, any yeah, kind yeah, of way. Yeah, you gotta make it their own. Who am I to feel any kind of way? All right, I never yeah, exactly. created the alphabet. All right, I just say shit out of my mouth. Fuck yeah, but but just to go back to what Gui just asked, <sighs> um, where did the origins of Bandulu come from? Bandulu is some Sean Price shit. Yeah. Bondulu is some is hey. some I'm gonna say that's some old Brooklyn shit. When you're describing something that's what we would call fugaze or fugazi. Boom <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a word in, in Merriam Webster's dictionary named boondoggle. And it's kind of a variation on that. I think that's really, really dank wordplay. Well, a, well, a boondoggle, a boondoggle is, like is a kind of like a, a clusterfuck of, yeah. of a situation. Yeah, but that kinda that kinda Bondulu is some shit where it's like like you you see that this shit was obviously made. It's a in, description. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a description for for something of of quality so suspect that uh, it's like like polo, modifier. Po, polo association. Yes, okay. yes, U.S. Polo Association. <laughs> but but not yet. But just but but even even a even a shirt that yeah. looks like a polo shirt, but the logo is fucked up because the horse is now riding on a dude. <laughs> <laughs> like bon, Bondulu is just is just horrible, yeah. and um. But but anyhow, forget about Dallas Penn and in, in, in the words that I say out of my mouth because again, is a real word too, guys. Yeah. Boondog? Yeah. Yeah, Boondog is a If I say it, you can word. take it to Signature Bank. <laughs> <laughs> a wasteful or impractical project or activity often involving graph. The project is a complete boondoggle. 
Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. In Chicago, we just say that shit Huff. It's weak as hell. Mm. Huff. That shit Huff. H-U-F-F -F is Huff. That shit Huff. You can flip and, it. And, and in Chicago, y'all use two Fs? Yeah, we use two Fs. Okay, because you, you don't need that two sound, Fs. That sounds wild disrespectful. Like, like, like Huff no, is Huff. good with just one F. Like, like, no. It's, it's, like, right, right, it's rough. She Huff, the nigga Huff, or pussy Huff. It, it, things oh, can be Huff. Yeah. Mm. Huff. Okay. That's like musty, like huff. That's huff. what it said. Uh, appropriating the culture, huff. Like you know, mm. <laughs> whatever it is, huff. All right, well, so yo, I love. That's that. another thing we're gonna get in here. Then mm. we're, gonna, we're gonna get uh, different dialect from from different regions. Yeah, different dialect from different ethnicities. Yeah. All right, this is exciting. Um, I'm I'm looking at you right now, Joy the Great, because I'll tell you what. Go right now, um, I mean, you are the lone rep. Inside the space, um, for the uh, you know for that symbol, the the symbol, the female symbol. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. Okay, and um, there's gonna be some blowback that comes in 2018 from uh, not just Me Too, but from Men Too, <laughs> from the <laughs> Men Too. There's there's gonna be blowback against Him women too. in 2018 against men's perceived loss of power right are you ready for this in what aspect i mean are are you are you ready to to are you ready to do this kind of battle now because now the fight really begins oh yeah i mean women we've been making this move for a little while so i just feel like this is now the the energy's built up so it's like um yeah, yeah. I'm in particular. I'm ready. Okay. Do Do you know that that ultimately, if if I mean, and women voted for the guy that's the president now, a majority of women, a majority of white women. White women. Okay. Don't do fine. That. Don't 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 put that on. Don't put that on us. Saxons. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. 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 Don't put that on us. Of white women. There you go. Quaker. All right. Say it what it is. Okay. okay. But again, <laughs> patriarchy seems to win in the end. Do you think patriarchy is going to win in the end? You think people are going to fall back on that? Because ultimately, doesn't everybody want the love of their father? No, I don't think it's going to win this time around. I think that the call for equality, the call for a women's movement, the call for us to take a stand is, is now. So there is no falling back on the patriarchy. I love my daddy to death, but if he don't treat me right, mm. I got to treat myself right. Okay. Word. And Super that's what facts. it comes down to. Okay. I, I, and I'm I mean, a daddy's girl, so for me to say I, that, I, I feel that's like a I believe statement. you. I feel that's like I believe statement. you, but but damn, I think King, we need a white woman here now. Yeah. To really tell us the truth. <laughs> but see, that's the thing, right? To really tell us what white women gonna you do. See, because Joy the Great, she gonna she gonna do her own thing. <laughs> she, gonna, she gonna be independent. So so and, and I'm not trying to be a troll. It's just a a, a, a real honest. Go for like, it. Thought. With women, right? I feel like they got to draw the line in the sand with, with, with these different groups of women. All these women are not all for the same shit or the agendas, mm -hmm. you know. And it's just oh, like that, now, that's I'm not different. trying to stir no pots and nothing like that, but like, who are the real feminists? I, I like that wordplay you just said. Where all these women are not for the same gender. Agenda. No, you said gender. I meant agenda. But you said gender. <laughs> I did say gender. And you said, you did you did an ill play on words right there. You see how your word plays out? Apostrophe. Uh, okay. G. -E okay. Fine. Fine. Agenda. Yes, sir. Not gender. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't know. I watched a lot of pol- uh, like CNN and, and and some of the uh, the news outlets, and it's like it seems like there's just this concerted effort and agenda by some of these um, women's groups, you know, to like create a new narrative of of what the feminist movement or all these uh, civil rights women uh, groups, and it doesn't seem like the the direction is in the same. You know, the women I look to, you know, they don't speak that language. Mm-hmm. You know, they so, can't. So it's like, what's the, what's the, like, how, how are we, what energy are we putting into this? No, now, hey, Shmuel, you say they can't. They why, can't talk why that can't language. They? Why? The, the women I know are married to black men. They have black boys. They can't talk the same way they talk, right? Like, where the black men, you, you, you're born. On, on on being attacked, right? The most marginalized group of people in the world are black men. So you have a black woman, she's like, she's a mother, she's a therapist, she's, you know what I mean? She can't have that same conversation they're having. It's mm-hmm. just impossible. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I get, I get, I, I get that, you know, uh, pay and you don't want niggas touching on you and shit like that. Yeah, I get it, but you, you can't be like them. You just can't. You have a different responsibility than they do. You know what I mean? You can't feminize your boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of this movement is too, feminizing boys. Mm. Mm. Right? But they've been trying to feminize the black man in particular. Right, yeah, exactly. Like you know, I was in special ed since the sixth grade. Stop, stop moving. Internets, did someone sell you some Bandulu Yeezy? Well, you can return them here at Jenkins, Jenkins & Associates. Our address is 1271 6th Avenue, New York City. But give us a call first, 917-793-5831. We take all fake Yeezy products, Bondulu Polo, and otherwise bootleg Benghazi items. We're Jenkins. That was that's bringing me to my my question. My next question was going to be directed at you. Because you're someone that I talk to. Um, for sage advice, yeah, and the the popular narrative, the the middle American narrative, is that folks from Haiti, one Haiti is a third world country, mm-hmm. which is you know we could go on about how America is a third world country, right? But you're extremely educated, educated ten times greater than I am, right? How do you how do you deal with the mantle of what popular culture does in reference to Haiti? How do you respond to that? I don't that? think about it. I, I just it's it's amusing to me sometimes. Like there's a there's a beautiful video of a little girl talking to Conan O'Brien who went to Haiti recently for a visit. And he was there was a translator talking to the little girl and to Conan and she was just like looking at it he was a white guy they haven't they don't see a lot of white people there the area where they were and she was just like stop stealing our land there's a narrative in Haiti right I grew up not liking white people every time a white person crossed the street it was a CIA agent right there's a different way of looking at things I grew up that way I came here that way right so I don't I know the Haiti I go and visit and I know I know what I learned, right? It's just not. It's it's from so how, sometimes how do you, it's confusing. How do you reconcile these things then? 
I just don't pay attention. I was watching a, an interview with the president of Haiti after Trump said what he said. He's just like, he, he's never been there. Like, there's no, people get upset there and they throw rocks and shit and people jump up and down and get really upset. But it's like, they, they, when you land there, you know you're in a black country. I was raised by a man that was a Supreme Court judge in Haiti. Mm -hmm. My other uncle ran was a bank executive. They drove nice cars. They had maids. I don't know anything else. They taught me not to like white people, not to depend on white people. My brother is a secretary at Moss Number no. Seven in Harlem, based on what we, how we were raised. Right? I just don't see things. I don't look at white people the way. I just don't. I don't. I don't like Donald Trump. Okay, yeah, whatever. But I know. I know my history. Mm. But mm -hmm. I walk around proud. Mm -hmm. I know that they defeated Napoleon. They threw him off the island. They took their freedom. I get that got beat into me. Mm -hmm. They'd ask me dates. If you didn't know, you got hit. It's a fact, right? So it's it is what it is. They're gonna tell you what to get. They they're always gonna. This is their shit, right? They're always gonna tell you their story. Right, just like when you go to Cuba, when 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 Castro was alive, it was as if I went I went during the Bush years. By the way, it was as Which if Bush, the son or the elder, the, the son. Mm -hmm. It was as if the revolution just happened. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll they'll call it um, propaganda or whatever, but you have to sell that message, bro. And that's what they did on the news, every fucking billboard, everywhere mm -hmm. you went. They talked about the revolution. Fuck them. Yeah. Because they have TVs, they have jeans they're sending over, they have bicycles, people are sending money from Miami. Niggas from rich, wealthy, white uh, Cuban-Americans are flying over Cuba and send, sending down flyers and trying to shake them up. So he has to keep that message going. I'm, right. I'm indoctrinated. Right. Dig that. Dig that. I, I, think, I think that's what, what hurt African-Americans here <clears throat> in America. I mean, not realizing that I went and saw the movie Selma. And I saw all the work that people had done and realized that, oh, shit, we've got to do all that work all over again because the work has to be done constantly. Like, supremacy never went to sleep. Yes. Supremacy stays on their dean. All right? I mean, how much money gets spent? How much money will be spent uh, on advertising for the Super Bowl? How much money per minute? How many millions? Hundreds of millions? Whatever. And if you think about it, two parents raising a, a, a family, what are they making per year? You know, maybe a hundred grand a year, hundred fifty grand. Well, that that that's ten seconds of a Super Bowl ad. That's not even ten, five seconds of a Super Bowl ad. <laughs> yeah, facts. All but right. we know that's the thing, though. It's like if you know it's their shit, you know it's their shit. Do your you know, live your life, bro. Mm. Do the best you can for your family. Try to find a way to get to financial freedom. That's what it's about. Because this is not gonna stop being their shit. Mm -hmm. Right, they're showing you. They're telling you at every turn. This is their shit. Yeah, they're killing you. Yeah. Haitian Miguel, like, how would you like <clears throat> demystify some of these like Haitian stereotypes, like Black African stereotypes? What do you think needs to be done, like more on our end to help? You know, go to Haiti, visit Haiti, put some money in the economy, go to Citadel, study about Haiti, and there's all kinds of tours that go there every year. It's very safe there. Right. So like when instead of going a fucking Cancun or, or a party boat to fucking Bahamas, do a party boat to Haiti. There's a lot of parties that go on in Haiti. Fifteen hundred dollar tables during Christmas time. Haitians that go to Haiti. Th those flights right now 
are probably booked. Carnaval booked. I know it for a fact. Right? So if, 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 if like every Haitian American group or, or, or club in uh, colleges across America decided to pool their resources and send motherfuckers to Haiti, you could do that. Because it's three fucking hours away from New York where your people that look like you looked them in their fucking cold eyes and told them to get the fuck off the island and built a fort and made sure they didn't come back and re-slave them. That happened. That's a fact. I've been to the fort where it happened. Right? That's what you do. You go and walk around. You look at it. You touch the land. You touch the people. They still speak the same language that those people in 1804 spoke. The books are there. Everything's still standing. You know what I mean? I think that's what it is. That's mm -hmm. where it's at. Like, being in a, a black American, African as well, like, I've been back to my homeland and, and, and seen, like, the really great parts. Like, you know, my grandfather, they lived in a really nice area, right? But then again, I also had stayed with a host family, which was not the best type right. of situation. I right? did that in Cuba, too. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think sometimes when, like, obviously when, when Trump says these things, like shithole countries, he should just get hit in the mouth. But <laughs> is he really, like, saying something that, that isn't, like, true in certain places? Are some of these of places very But hold on for a second. They are shithole countries, but by design, you made it a fucking shithole. Yeah, by 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 design through through economic yeah. warfare. There was an embargo. CIA building sandcastles. Yeah, they they, they 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 there was an embargo when they first took their freedom. France told all the other white countries, "Listen, don't trade with these right. guys. You made it a fucking shithole." Plus, they paid them for their freedom. Right? So that France wouldn't have to come. And, come back. And, and, so they said, listen, just give them their money. They took loans from the U.S. And the U.S. came back. U.S. came in and emptied their fucking, their, their, their coffers to pay back a loan to Citibank. That's all factual. You can look that up. I ain't no, making no, shit up. Listen, history is, is, is real. Like, right? In Ghana, with the Battle of the Golden Stool, Yasanta, a warrior princess, you know, they got those British guys out of there. Like, you know, colonial rule did not... Go how the British wanted it to go. Ghana right. say, get the fuck out. You know, so I mean, these are great stories. So that's how it becomes a shithole is my point, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, there are places where you could, I could walk around, yeah, it smells like shit around here. Right? It does. <laughs> but motherfucker, you made it a shithole. Right. What's the cause of yeah. it? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's so the it's design. Like, that's yeah, the design. Yeah, that's design. That's design. And, and, and listen, this is not letting some of these fucking Haitian crooks off the, the hook by no means right. the guys that live in those mansions in the mountains in Pencho Villa that are creating these fake ass charities that are taking people's money and pocketing it or you the know politicians what I mean? the politicians that are doing fucked up things yeah there's a lot of fucked up things that go on in Haiti but my friend it is not a shithole country mm. it's, a, it's a country full of proud people right that's what dope. it is dope dope so, so, so again, in, internets. This is we're going to be able to contextualize a lot of things, and and really, I guess you know, come here for the blue pill, or is it the red pill? What's what's the one that 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 makes motherfuckers woke, woke? woke. I, I promise woke. you, it's red, right? Yeah. It's red pill. It's, red, it's, red, it's red, red pill. It's a red pill. Okay. Shade butter oil. Okay. It's red pill. Far <laughs> I, I, I apologize for asking you this, but you are the you are the white guy in the room, so Jewish. I, I'm sorry. Yes, Jew. Jewish. He's a resident I am. Jew. I am going to give uh, a lot of my illicit drug questions to you. Uh, I'll try my best to answer them from not my own experience. Yeah, well, let's <laughs> that's, that's, that's just say you can answer based on what you've heard from a friend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, pills. 
we're we're dealing with an opiate crisis hmm. here in America. I I, I feel like we kind of did this ourselves also by going into Afghanistan and kind of straightening out the the routes of of opium production. Is there a pill? Is there a pill of choice for young people between the ages of 25 and 18? Um, I feel like I feel like pills if if hundred years ago they knew the pills we'd have, they would see them as some sort of like Bioshock esque superpower, you know, granting um devices. For someone who isn't me likes to take Adderall when they study and that's just about the only pill other than, you know, things that are prescribed by doctors that'll that they'll take. Um, I do see the I, I do see why people go to opiates, you know, to numb out reality, to do that whole thing. Personally, I, it's just not my thing. That's fine. That's um, fine. I, I'm, I don't want it to be your thing because I would don't no, want you to be in here nodding off. I, I think I think <laughs> pills. I think pills are all about people just trying to control their emotions with a chemical substance. I mean, the brain, the brain is 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 a computer, and there's just ways to fuck with it. And pills are the easiest way to fuck with it mm -hmm. and try to make it go in the direction you want it to. Now that becomes really dangerous when you become addicted to these pills. Once they start having just devastating effects on not only your physical health but your mental health as mm. well. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we're gonna have we're gonna have to definitely bring in an expert here because I w I want to find out what I'm no expert on this. Okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's that's you at least led us to know that we need to bring an expert in here because I w I want to understand what's the what's the the most prevalent over the counter pill Adderall hundred percent. Okay, I mean I go I go to John I mean, I go to John Jake um, College. Um, not to put them on the spot, but like allegedly, allegedly, alleged, don't, we don't, we don't want. We no, don't. I'm just saying, there's a lot of students <laughs> who I I can't confirm or deny <laughs> whether they have prescriptions for Adderall, but it seems like you know that South Park episode they just given out you know Adderall for for anything like gummy bears, and, huh? and it's it's sort of population control. But I, I must mm. say, you know. I don't care. So I, I, I don't think the DA is going to come after me for taking an Adderall once in a while. But yeah, sometimes, to be honest, you know, sometimes when I have a lot of homework to do, right. when I have a test that I'm studying for, I just take an Adderall and, mm -hmm. and it gets me focused, mm -hmm. hyper focused. You go to John Jay College of Criminal Justice? That is correct. I'm an English major with a concentration in law and literature. Are you the Got feds? It. Hell no. Okay. Fuck the fish. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the end record. game? What's the end game for you there? Huh? What's the end game for you there? End game for me is to become a lawyer. Oh, is that right? That's correct. Cool. No. Still, criminal lawyer? Criminal, criminal lawyer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, honestly, I like intellectual property law. Because do you, I, I represent and manage an artist. You could talk to this guy Ian's, about the Ian's fucking words he's coming up with. And, yeah. and some of and <laughs> some of the contracts that I see are just laughable. Other ones are, you know. Who do you manage? What's his name? Ian Sullivan underscore draws. Okay, so but but he he or, there's an ongoing show right now for Ian Sullivan underscore draws. Yes, correct. Okay, is he Irish? Uh, on social media. Ah, yes, he is. Mr. Sullivan, I like it. Good stuff. Right, I, I walked out of the Metropolitan Museum of Art one day and I saw this building. It was the the Association of Irish Artists. What I, Irish artists? Oh wait, my boy Ian. No, there's a lot of great art coming out of Ireland. Oh. Um, Is that right? I met I met this kid uh, through my friend. Done with Dan. potatoes. Yeah. Where Where does he live? 
this oh, Irishman. Oh, he lives in the Bronx. Oh, that's Henry Hudson Parkway. It's my boy. Did he grow up there? Yeah, he grew up there. Uh, I think he lived in Yonkers prior to that. Got it. Yeah, he went to Riverdale Country Day School, played basketball there. Kid pissed his talent. Mm. Kid really pissed his talent. It's a good school, you guys. Yeah, we're working with Faith Connection right now in Soho, right next to Nike Labs. He's their one of their resident artists. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the storefront, that's all Ian. Okay, dope, dope. Sweet. Well, we're gonna we're gonna check that out. I'm gonna check I'm, it, I was yeah. just on Broadway today. We're gonna have to go check that take out. Okay, well, let, let's keep hop, let's keep talk hopping around with Talk Attack. I've seen it. Um, yeah. And let's and let's hop shit. over to uh, our guy G Y. Yeah. Who made it out of Chicago? Shout you are you Chicago, from Chicago? Chicago. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. And you survived it. Yeah. yeah. You made it. I mean, at the rate that people in Chicago were dying a couple summers ago, I was I was pretty sure that there weren't gonna be any black people left in Chicago. Wow, yeah, well, you know, shit, I, I come from a family of survivors, you know, so I, I think uh, they kind of really helped put me on. But then I think growing up in Chicago, you also have these moments, like I'm sure New Yorkers, you've had these moments, like I actually got to pay attention. Like it can it can happen to me here, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Which, which seemed kind of odd simply because nationwide the trend was was going in the opposite direction. It was like Chicago had bucked this whole nationwide trend of of murder. See, now Dallas, I will say, and this is not just Chicago violence, but I, I see a lot of this also with Me Too, with a lot of, of women's rights things, and just a lot of issues and, and things. People aren't outraged until white people are affected. Mm-hmm. Always. I'm just keeping it a buck. Always. A buck and a half. So, wait, you know? just to interrupt you, it was funny when uh, he said, I don't think the CIA is going to bust in on me for taking an Adderall every now and then. Opioid I was like, crisis. But I'm I was like, like, but if a black man took that Adderall, it's only it's only until it affects white folks. But you know, honestly, like, I grew up on the South Side. Like, another, another big difference between Chicago and New York is it's just so much more segregated. And, and if you see how segregation works, like there's all these different towns. You got Chinatown, you got Greek yeah. town. You know, you want to see a lot of gangsters, you're going to go pocket town. You know, it's just like, it's a lot. It's, it could be very precarious based on a two to three block radius, mm-hmm. you know? So like me, I grew up, um, well, from like early on up to like eighth grade, I was like off 62nd and Stony. You know, I was... It wasn't Hot Park. It was like closer to Jackson Park, so it wasn't really bad, but it wasn't good, right? You know. And then my mother ended up getting a brownstone. She bought a crib on Thirty Fifth. You know, now Thirty Fifth. Now they call it. Uh, they call it. Uh, you know, Bronzeville. But when I was growing up, it was an affectionate. It was affectionately called the low end. Mm-hmm. So the low numbers. It was just lots of shadiness. You know, Ida B. Wells was not far from me. Mm-hmm. Robert Taylor Holmes was not far from me. Well, Robert Taylor Holmes was that the complex that was that was recently demolished? Well, yeah. You know, uh, Cabrini Green Cabrini was Cabrini demol- Green. That was Cabrini the more Green. recent one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cabrini Green was was probably the the, the second largest housing development. After Queensbridge, right? after Queensbridge, yeah, something like that. You know, Robert Robert Taylor Holmes, and, and then like Cabrini, like these, these were just a very humongous, high concentrated area where, you know, when my when my mother grew up in a project, she would talk about how like it wasn't really, really that bad until you know, obviously, you know, crack came and, and the dope came and mm-hmm. you know, it Angel really dust and all of that. They you start know, throwing babies out of windows, and you stuff. know. But you like back then, my mother, you know, she went to the Cyber High School. You know, she was a Black Panther. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of her friends, they were all good people, you mm-hmm. know, and she was telling me stories about how, like, you know, a lot of her friends w- were becoming drug addicts, and, like, you could just mm-hmm. see, like, it was like a slow, decrepit state of affairs, whereas, like, it was literally, you know, a project, you know, and 
growing up, I was shielded from a lot of it. But at the end of the day, I'm walking out the house. It's happening. You know, mm -hmm. it's like people might be shooting out, shooting on a block, whether they shooting drugs. Or it's an actual literal shootout. You know, like when I went away to college, my mother took a picture and um, she said, you know, they were shooting on a block and the bullet went through the window, went through my bedroom. Mm -hmm. I went I went back home for break. It's like a little small bullet hole in my mom's closet. I'm just like, Jesus, I'm glad you wasn't at home. You know, but just little things like that, it puts it in perspective because I was always like a leader type of guy, you know. I went to a private high school. I went to this school called De La Salle. Like a lot of the mayors went there. Like Brian Gumble, Greg Gumble. You know, it, it was like a school of good stock. It was all boys school. So we were all allotted to be assholes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we didn't have a whole gang of distractions. But then I had to walk back to the hood, you know. So if you cross the, the other side of the bridge, uh, the red line, that's Bridgeport, which is, you know, lots of Irish, a lot of Italian you know, but even over there, it's like a lot of different, you know, social echo, uh, social economic sure. type of status is going on. Whether you got white boys calling other white boys poor white trash and like little things like that. So Chicago just gangster all the way around. Like mm -hmm. I know some white boys that beat your ass. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like it's just it don't matter where well, you. Well, they could try. I'm not talking about like, <laughs> like in general, but no, yeah. Dallas, I, I, you a heavyweight. Like not even like I, I'm, I'm certain. So you know, that's you're interesting. You're talking about you started. You touched on your mom was a Black Panther, and mm -hmm. we know that the nation started there. And I, I love. I'm always interested in hearing about Chicago because of those influences. And you could hear it in the music. You could he obviously hear the gang culture in the music. Mm -hmm. Like when you remember the Ice Cube disc. Hmm. No, I'm sorry. No, Common. the, the, the common disc to Ice Cube yeah. Yeah. when he Fishing. goes. I'm a four corner hustler. That's a gang. Pocket town. That's a gang. But he threw it in there. He didn't, he wasn't banging like, like mm -hmm. these kids are doing now, but he let you know. And so we know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm a yeah. four corner hustler. Oh, shit. So when he does the corners, right, mm -hmm. he's telling you something. He's sending a message to niggas without really... Saying Am I crazy? No, you're not. No, you're not lying. I mean, honestly, like he's signifying. Look, and 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 that's the that's the very interesting part about Chicago because you have like super like killer type of guys that you know you grew up with, but then you got guys that are kind of clean. Like I consider myself pretty clean cut, but people wouldn't know that I was from the hood, and I like it like that, honestly, because mm -hmm. it's like guys like Common, you fuck with them if you want to, mm -hmm. they'll flip on you. You know, it's like it's a it's another switch where most Chicagoans. If not all Chicagoans have, just because it's a part of survival. Like, it's a, it's a whole different type of upbringing. You know, I'm like, fascinated by that shit. I grew up, my mother would tell me, you know, don't accept no wooden nickels. Mm. Like, you know, like, like literally, like, don't, don't let nobody bullshit you. If it ain't really, like, real money, don't let these people tell you it's wood. Like, it's, it's not real. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like a hyper sense of, of being aware. Like, I had to argue with my mom to go outside where I got my Jordans. She's like, oh, you gonna go outside them? Like, yes, why do you think I, I got the Jordans for? Like, why would I not be out here trying to get my fit off, lady? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it was literally like, yeah, it was bad, but then it was good because if you're from an area, like I grew up on the South Side. So for me, that's like a Brooklyn night being somewhere in Brooklyn. Like if you're from Brownsville, you can go anywhere you want to go in Brownsville. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not from the Bronx, you might not want to go over there, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know? And that's the same dynamic, you know? Like I'm not going to go out West. I'm not going to go to the West side, you well, know? Although I'll, I'll be honest with you, that what you describe right now also is a recent phenomenon because New York, like many other places, was hyper-regional. Mm. And you could be from Brownsville, but you could not go into Crown Heights. And you could be from Crown Heights and you couldn't go into Bed-Stuy. 
And these neighborhoods were only s- separated by a wide street, Atlantic Avenue, separated Bedford-Stuyvesant and Crown Heights. But you couldn't cross that wide street, at least, and not have a specific place to go and, and, and somebody from that other side knowing you and <laughs> being with you. So, so you from Mother Gaston, you got to stay... <laughs> <laughs> you 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 you, you from Mother Gas and you really got to say you can't even really pass picking. Would you pass like Saratoga? Damn. You you can't even really go past really when, if you've talked about the East New York or Brownsville. Oh, man. You really not leaving your block. Yeah, really. where you from? Y'all from East? Oh, 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 you right. I mean you from Brownsville houses? You not really fucking with the kids from Marcus Garvey? You not really fucking with the kids from across the street? Even. And then you got to process that like somebody try to run up. And he find out where you're from. He's like, damn. So, so I mean, but I New York know. used to be hyper regional, like most places were hyper regional. Philadelphia, hyper regional, oh, where where people in, in in a particular little enclave didn't fuck with that next. The north and south. Yeah, that mm-hmm. next one, and, and and you didn't even need railroad tracks to separate y'all. Now it's it's a little bit different. Now we kind of all, you know, the other thing I would say is we all kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. There were there were times when I grew up, and you could look at somebody and tell if they was from Harlem, or if they was from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. or if they was from Queens, or or you could tell kind of the borough they were from because their presentation described that. Now we all, thanks to social media, we all kind of look the same. Well, it's the it's the demeanor. I I was blessed to play some basketball with Common um, last Friday, and you could tell right away he was like he didn't fuck around. He hustles. And um, I had my boy. His uh, father's a basketball player. Yeah, I had my boy call me at 8.30 in the morning on Friday. Yo, Mike, we have plans to hoop at 10 a.m. And I'm like still drunk at this point. Did your boy call you Mike or did he call you Barker Yeezus? No, he called me Mike. Well, listen, Mike, in here we calling you Barker Yeezus. Okay, so we said, yo, Barker Yeezus. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Barker Yeezus. We have plans to ball at 10 a.m. Where you at? By the way, this my boy is chat. Claims to be, I'm pretty sure he's not lying. Chaz Williams' grandson. Okay. That Chaz Williams. And he hits me up, yo, we got plans to ball at 10 a.m. I was like, all right, come through, come through. So the Migos album drops. I'm like, not really like a huge Migos oh, fan, but I'm like, good basketball music. So I'm, I put that on, put on some clothes, went over to my gym. I went to, I go to Sky on 42nd Street. Don't tell them. <laughs> anyways, so. Nah, you know, um, spots. But Barky just might be a fed. Nah, because he's early, right? He's definitely giving up all the information. That's why. How you know he's not a fed though? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get us all locked up. The common cross you over, you by the fed, but you are not a fed, my friend. I, the common, the common don't. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not the ops. Um, anyways, okay. uh, he just so knows them. I, I get there at 10 a.m. <laughs> my, my boy come pulls up. We're hooping. And then out of nowhere, this like whole big group of people come with like shopping bags and like this whole thing. And they start hooping and they're like, yo, we need some extra players. So me and my boy are like, I we hooping, but we got to be on the same team. So it was me, Common, my boy and a couple other cats to make five. Uh, and then on the other team. I was guarding Turtle from the Entourage. Uh, Did he put the weight back on? Um, nah, he's actually looking. He's in good shape. He can drive the ball. He's got handles. First of all, I'm I'm not like I pl- I'm a, I'm an athletic dude, but I just started playing basketball. Like I'm a tennis player, and I of course you are. Shit. I, I play love tennis. Too, wow. Yo, I, that's a that's a story for another day. <laughs> um, become my games. Um, my last season, 
And so I'm guarding Turtle, and I'm like, this is crazy. He, like, he bust your ass. I don't get nah, Turtle nah, bust your nah. ass. Yo, I was, I was. Tell yo, the truth. Tell the truth. Yo, I bust. I almost broke my hand because like, he was busting your I ass. I got this thing. <laughs> I guess he was busting your ass. Bust my ass. Anyways, um, so nah, but he's such a nice dude. Um, so I was guarding him the first game, and then the second game, I was guarding uh the kid Lucas on Stranger Things, and uh. that he's mad young, but yo, that kid could ball. And it was just kind of a surreal experience. I was like really like going after the ball. So wait, where were they coming? They were just hanging out together? Yo, they made plans to ball. Oh, like, I see. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's it's like a pretty like low key, not I don't know, low key, but it's like the gym is usually like empty at that. You ain't gotta worry about somebody trying to solicit a mixtape. Right. There you go. Yeah, okay, cool. shit. There go. you go. But yo, Common was super nice, asked him for a picture. He's like, Hell yeah, let me just let me just throw it like get changed real quick, like this and that. But the way he balls like is just reflective of his character he goes fucking hard like every single point he goes hard in the paint he goes hard on goes hard D, like everything you know that guy he goes hard on d so i'm just saying like he plays his heart out you so, know so as we move along we gotta reinforce you know some of the some of the rules, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, we like, do, we do, we do gotta like, like. It's, I, I'm, I'm definitely losing no, points right, right now, now because, but I'm, I'm enjoying the story. <laughs> yeah, it's a great story. Yeah, it is a good story. Like, no, 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 Common's going no. hard. Being a groupie, but we are on a pause deficit. <laughs> It's definitely like minus twelve right now. Just well, I know. mean, I mean, that's all right. Dropping Listen, names too hard. We, we all, we all got to get familiar with each other. There's another ball in here too, by the way. I'm not letting Gy. No. no. Yeah. Oh, uh, G-Y. <laughs> oh, tree, tree, G-Y. Oh, G-Y. No, no, no. Joy the Great. I already know. I already oh, you know. already know. Listen. Joy the Great one time at West 4th uh, dribbled under my legs. At <laughs> 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 West 4th. We That's yeah. hilarious. I remember Joy. I remember Joy from the, from the, from the way back. Way back. No, I, I haven't played ball in a little bit. But yeah, it's always good to tell a whole story. <laughs> it's always good to tell a whole story. So, looking at you, Joy the Great. Go for it. You're a sports enthusiast. Yes, love them. What is your game? Or do you love all sport? I love all sports, but I grew up with basketball. I'm, okay. I'm a basketball player probably, you know, from toddler years. I said I was a daddy's girl. That was my dad's sport. So, I got into it pretty young. And as I got older, uh, I just branched out and uh, learned them all and fell in love with them all. I think A-King called me one night. I was at a hockey game. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. Wow. So, yeah, I, I, I like really sports. Like, like, yeah. yeah, you really. I mean, but but being at a hockey game is one thing as opposed to watching it. I can't follow it on television. It's hard to follow it on television. The puck's so small the puck's too on small, TV. Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that whole icing thing because the puck is fucking. Yeah, it's all where over the, the fuck place. Is it at? <laughs> you really get an appreciation for it when you go live. You get to see like these these, these guys is. I can't skate right. at all. Like, put me on a skate rink. Well, they, I'm on the they floor. They skate backwards. They backwards. They're flying. Yeah. And they're chasing the puck like this big. Mm -hmm. And they grown men. And they, they fighting and for they this puck. Other, they they, they fighting they, for this puck. Wow, for sure. For sure. They, they, they not pumping. You, you, they right. No. They, they fight. And but, you but ain't no, a real no, hockey player if you got all your that, teeth but, in your but, mouth. But some of, their, some of their great stars, though, play into their 40s. Yes, they do. Which is also ridiculous. Like, if you think about Mark Messier, Mark Messier was like 44 years old and still like a vibe, like you can still get minutes out of this dude. Yeah. 
skating and hitting as a people. bully, right? As yeah. a bully, yeah. Because it's not like they like the prima donnas, right? They you got to throw your hits, right? You got to throw your hits, right? So he, like, was in, um, he was still being a heavyweight, right? Out so there. I, I got into it. I was watching a Capitals game, mm-hmm. Alex Ovechkin. That's, oh, Ovechkin, yeah. That's my Russian boy. That boy, that boy good. You yeah. are a rare kind. That yeah. boy is good. Not, I'm like, not you know the names. You, right. You, you're not just talking about hockey. You're naming, like, names of the yeah, Washington Capitals, Yeah, that's fucking amazing. Bro. And y'all see I'm rocking the, the greatest yeah. hockey <laughs> sports <laughs> logo of all time. Yeah, wow. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so, I'm, my feelings are hurt that the Cleveland Indians are going to change they're going to get off their Chief, Chief Wahoo logo. I mean, come on. First of all, one day when there's so few African-Americans left in this country, we're going to get to be mascots of a, of a team. <laughs> and I'd like to, to I'd like to think that the Dayton <laughs> Darkies... You wild as hell, Dallas. Yo, I, like, hey, the Dayton Darkies <laughs> will have a smiling gold cap corn <laughs> road Wait, the mascot. No, the Dayton man. Darkies? The Dayton Darkies. Maybe right. back in the day, you talking about Negro League baseball? No, maybe? I'm talking about I'm talking about. Oh, that'd be fly with a guy with a gold, with a gold cap. Joe, gold cap gold and cornrows, gold is... cap and cornrows and headband. Do it, yeah. Do rag, nah. Yeah. You gotta have a do rag, do rag, yeah. With the cornrow prints, with the cornrow prints, yeah. Cape out, cape out. Or maybe that's a special jersey edition doing do rag uh, appreciation week. Is, is that <laughs> like you thing? know what? That could be the Brooklyn Nets alternative jersey. <laughs> mm. We should just do it. Just put that out any there. any NFL games this season for you? Nah, I didn't watch any football this year. Be honest. Year. Be honest with us. Completely honest. All right. Fantastic. Completely honest. Uh, no football this season. Fantastic. For a couple for but for, for a couple of reasons, I'm not gonna just say just for the Kaepernick reason, even though that's about eighty percent of it. Just uh, my favorite quarterback retired, so I'm kind of. Who was your team? Denver, baby. Peyton Manning. Oh, okay. Mm. You safe. Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning, how you feel about Peyton Manning and 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 and, and, and me too? Like, are you conflicted? I'm, I'm real conflicted. Oh, okay. that's Peyton Manning. That's that's Peyton wait, Manning. What I miss? Would, would, would Peyton Manning? Would you? Would you? If Peyton Manning would have would have violated you, or not say you? No, no. He teabagged some girl. He like he did something in college what? or something like that. Like, I don't know. This is listen. It's, it's all it's all it's all allegations. It's all allegations. Would you still fucks with Peyton Manning as a football player? But like. It's, I'm I'm really conflicted because you got so like um I hate Ben Roethlisberger. Mm, he's man. a he's a serial rapist. Right, he's a right. serial rapist. This man raped. I know him, but he's a cool dude. I'm but sure he, he is. You could tell he's up. you could tell he's mad cool, but you could tell he's a fucking prick. <laughs> he's raped multiple women. Mm-hmm. Man got off with a four game suspension. My boy Michael Vick fought some dogs and lost his career. My man Ray Rice. Got into an altercation with his woman in an elevator, lost his career. This man is a serial rapist, and guys praise this man like he is on a pedestal, like he's some god of football. So, if this, if 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 Peyton teabagged the girl in college, but now now, (laughs) I don't want to qualify Roethlisberger for being white. I will say that Roethlisberger has something that Mike Vick didn't have. He has something that Ray Rice didn't. Although was Ray Rice? No, what, Ray the, Rice poli- the, the police as his security. No, he had because oh, he, he had that too. He has a championship because he had that too. He has a championship. Well, he, he had the championship, and I don't think they had videotape of Ben. Like you actually see Ray Rice like WWE and the chick. He WWE. He WWE. Yeah, he WWE. Like I, I'm not saying either either situation is cool, but I'm just saying what I want to. I'm just saying the penalties don't don't equate. They don't equal. They don't equal. Dallas. How do you think, like, do you, do you feel as if that 
is there a way that we can distinguish like the super predator marks, like the Harvey Weinstein guys, or like uh, you know, you know Ben Roethlisberger, all these guys that are really, really out here just actually raping chicks versus like, you know, like the Aziz and Sorry thing is kind of like really had me thinking, just like that's not as a as a straight on case. Right. You feel me? Like it, it made me think because I think every man has been in situations kind of where they like a girl said no, then they stop, but then an hour later. You know, they might be getting their dick sucking the girl blowing bubbles. You know, it's like it's like I think I think the Aziz Ansari case doesn't doesn't match up. Mm-hmm. I, and I mean, listen, whether they're a super predator or they or they rape someone one time. I mean, once you've crossed that line, that's that's what you are. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, what are we going to say about Harvey Weinstein that we already haven't said about Bill Cosby? I'll tell you my feelings about that is that. um. <laughs> my wife hates the fact that I don't my wife hates the fact that I do not uh subscribe to Bill Cosby is, is some kind of prevert. <laughs> That's for sure. Shout out to Hannibal. <laughs> but I will tell you that that he did not have sex with anyone that didn't actually think they were gonna have sex with him. They just didn't realize he was going to knock them the fuck out because he's the kind of prevert that has sex with a sleeping woman. Okay. All right. I know. I know. This It's hard to accept. It's, hard. it's fucked up. It is fucked up. And I'll tell you what. I love, I love I'm conflicted. Comedian, you know? I'm conflicted. I am conflicted. Yes, it's hard. That's hard. It's hard. I'm conflicted. I mean, Cliff Huxtable, you know, the Fat Albert Show, you know, Jello Pudding Pops. Okay. The, the, the old Sidney Poitier flicks with him. Absolutely. Mahatma right. Gandhi. Are we going to take down his statue in Bryant Park? <laughs> maybe. Hey. Maybe. I mean, listen, you know what? Maybe we're going to have to take down that Mahatma Gandhi statue because he was a racist, wasn't he? And a pervito. Yeah. See, all right. Then. While we at it, let's get General Lee up out of there too then. I mean, in take general, let's, let's take down... Let's kill all our idols. Fuck Let's Hamilton too while we're at it. Word. Fuck Ooh. Hamilton. I saw. And I fuck saw your fucking thing. modern day minstrel show too. That let, let, that, let that be no. the theme for this episode. That, that musical is popping though. Kill your idols. Don't. Okay. <laughs> a lot of it. things are popping. I saw it. It's subjective though. It, it, like saying that Mahatma Gandhi was a racist is probably correct, but it's a subjective statement. Whereas Mahatma Gandhi being the major force in freeing India from the British Raj of God knows how many hundreds of years, how many, I don't know how many people the British killed in India, that's an objective statement. So if we pick and choose which historical figures are the important ones based on, you know, their character, you know, I, I think we're gonna I think we I, I don't think we can pick and choose our history we gotta take the good with the bad just as we gotta take with the good, the good with the bad in our you know everyday lives you know the the confederate statues are not in the same category of statues as the statues we have of um of uh, Simon Bolivar on um Central Park South or of Mahatma Gandhi and Bryant Park, those statues were erected way after the fact by racist people as sort as a sort of you know testament toward that towards that like racist narrative that was like destroying the South. You know, like 
the losses of the Civil War, the losses of Reconstruction to the white supremacist movement were being sort of regained with testaments to racism and that narrative with those statues. The statue of Mahatma Gandhi is just a oh. statue for him. <laughs> no, no, no. Bargy, you you're right. There, there I'm is, playing devil's there, advocate No, no, no. There, bit, there's, there's definitely some contextualization that has to be put when you think about these yeah. Confederate statues. And when they, when they were created, really. When they were created. And, and do you know how they, how they took them down? Uh, the, how they took a few of them down? A few intelligent black men put together some money they bought the fucking land that those statues were were, yeah. were on and they attorney, knocked them yeah. the fuck down huh. like the tower of babel mm-hmm. well well damn well well then then there's no question to that mm-hmm. that's their land hey that's their land so yeah, fuck it so we talking about internet's internet's i promise you that the discussions that'll take place in this space are going to be lively they're going to be engaging they're going to be valuable to your time all right again i want to thank haitian miguel haitian miguel thank you thank for you. your time here tonight i had a great time thank you thank you thank everyone else around this round table here definitely appreciate you see this voice you see this mustache creepy <laughs> I'll leave you with that. He kind of man, he kind of fly, man. Everybody kind of wicked. Joy on the low. Joy the great. Joy the great. Joy the great. Joy the great. D A D A. Doug great. Joy the great. Doug great. Joy the great. Okay, thank you. Thank good to good to meet you. Yeah, I yeah yeah. Basketball name. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's basketball. I got it. In a tournament, uh, YouTube, to you in real life, nice eyebrows, <laughs> nice oh, eyebrows. Fleeky on YouTube, fleeky. Nah, nah, nah. Right. nah. I wasn't a highlight player. I was a bully. Got it. Oh, mm. oh I'm trying to, I'm trying to enjoy the great. No, no, no. You won't catch no hot girls. You know them elbows are sharp and they come up. I'm trying to share enjoy the great man. You can try it. You just get clothesline right after. I was a bully. You don't want those. You don't want that elbow. You got the quote of the day. You don't want that elbow. I got the quote of the day. Quote of the day. Which is what? I think it was. You can tell a lot by a per, uh, you can tell a lot about a woman by her eyebrows you can you can, you can tell her so level true. of caring if they huff <laughs> am you I lying date, you don't want to rock with one with huff eyebrows that shit's hey, uh, <laughs> you should bring G-Y. her G-Y giving G-Y. us G-Y G-Y well I, I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings here but I heard the, the thinner the eyebrow the crazier the girl is that true I don't know. Mine's are a little thick, but I'm crazy. Look, he's blushing, this kid. I like this guy. He said, as he's saying, he's when are, blushing. When are we done? You can't <laughs> blush when you say shit like that, bro. Own it. It's a podcast. Thank you, thank no you for coming in here. I appreciate. Thanks for having me, man. This this is a good good energy. You know, we this is good. This feels good. Coming back and you know just just honest, organic, authentic conversation, man. That's what this is about, man. It's for the culture. Absolutely, you know, so. absolutely, and right. it's not going to be cliche for the, for the culture. It's yeah, yeah, no, not not cliche. For I, as a matter of fact, matter I, I hope we never stay say woke. that shit again in this space. Stay woke yeah. for the culture. Yeah, <laughs> stay, stay woke for the culture. If we say it, it's going to be definitely sarcastic. <laughs> Barky Jesus, Barky Jesus, the wild card. I, I feel like you're the wild card inside this space. You're the X factor. You're going to be able to tell us some kind of crazy story where you woke up uh, <laughs> by a heated swimming pool and DJ Khaled came out. And uh, you know, started DJing or something. Um, yeah, I got I woke up in the Hamptons at, <laughs> at someone's house I didn't know, but it was my my boy's neighbor, and I was like, "What the? F- where the fuck am I?" And 
all the grass was soaking wet. I was wearing like these Gucci slip-ons I bought, destroyed them, and I didn't know how to get home. My my phone was dead, so I'm like, yo, I gotta charge my phone. I'm like looking in this, I'm like, damn, I don't wanna be like breaking into this dude's crib to charge my phone. How am I gonna explain that shit? And then I see him, I'm like, yo, Miles, what's good? And he's like, oh, I was like, oh, this is your crib? And he's like, yeah, what up? <laughs> and yeah. Crazy. But DJ Khaled never came through. Okay. Right. Oh, I was like, Baba. Haitian Miguel was waiting. Like, like, wait, hold on. Cut that story, King. Cut that, that, that story. That was the wait for it? Yeah, that was the wait for it. Wait for it. He never showed up. The girls never showed up. And at the end, Khaled didn't show up. Thank you for getting the space open for us. Let's do it. And again, believing in something that I could be a part of. My man. Internet. Thank you. Thank you, DP, for fucking uh, challenging yourself to do this shit. You know we'll what I mean? Talk. Um, we finishing. It, it, we didn't have to wait ah, too long, you know? You finished something. We're going we're gonna to finish. finish. We're going we're gonna to finish. finish this. Yeah, this is Dallas, where are the midgets, man? Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. The little person isn't here yet for this episode, but I just pray that you'll be here when he comes through. It's like Yo, I told you. Yeah, his ready, chopper. Chopper's bigger than him. No, seriously. I've been, comes with the like, I've been fascinated with like midgets since like Austin Powers. We're keep so like, midgets, huh? please. But if he had the chopper in his hand, he could he hold have it? No control. I was about to say, could he hold it? No. Oh, oh no, 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 no. He, he he's got to set up. He got a setup. He's got a setup. Listen, he drives. He's got everything set up. I think I know this dude, man. Actually, yeah, nah. quietly. No, he he cool. If this is who I think it is, he it cool is who as you hell. think it is. Yeah, it is who you think it is. It is who you think it's it exactly is. Exactly who you think. You've been, it is, you've actually. been, you you seen him at BB King. You seen him at Highline Board. SOBs. SOB. I follow fully. No, he cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean no disrespect when I say midget also. Yeah, yeah. Is he gonna take offense? He gonna take offense? Step. Is he gonna take offense to that? Bigger than him. Yo, we gonna see. You gonna hear the episode? Yeah, come in here, all, fuck all y'all. All I can promise y'all is that I will be here for this, for y'all. And I'm excited. I'm excited for the people that we're going to bring in here and the great discussions that we're going to have and the things that we're going to learn. All right? So believe me, talk a texture. Get ready for it. It's coming your way. Another, another podcast. But but one that I think you're going to fuck us with. The Talk a Texture podcast is a presentation of the Loudspeakers Network where we always say rest in peace to Combat Jack. Episodes are executive produced by A. King and Dallas Penn. All episodes are engineered superbly by Brother Christopher.